Hello, my name is Hayley Morris and this is Conversation Time. Welcome back to the podcast. This week has been a bit of a crazy one, actually. I am working quite a lot at the moment and a little bit unlike me. If you're listening to this the day this goes live, which is Sunday the 8th of August, I'm actually only just kind of editing and tweaking and re-recording some bits of this podcast on the 6th of August, which honestly, since I've started this podcast, I've been really organised and made sure that everything is recorded a week in advance, if not a little bit more. And this week, I've just been so pressed for time. I'm doing it all quite last minute, which I kind of feel a bit like, wah, what's going on? And yeah, so been a bit of a wild one. I'm just fitting this in this morning, just before I go to work, and then I'm on a double. So working all day, so I won't have time to actually finish editing this tonight. So it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a, I don't know, will I get this done? Won't I get this done? Who even knows anymore? It's been really weird actually working so much because I am working in a restaurant at the moment and you almost feel like everything's back to normal until you kind of look down and see in your peripheral vision this colourful bright thing on your face which of course is a face mask and I just I find it so weird at the moment when I'm smiling at people and talking to people and trying to show my expression it's very difficult just to do that with your eyes I mean I think when people look at me they know I'm smiling because you can tell by someone's eyes if they're smiling but I never know and I just feel like I'm even more so being way more animated with my face which is just quite funny and I feel like I'm having to speak so much louder because it's so much harder to hear people with a mask over your face but I guess this is the new normal it's a very weird situation to be in but I am very grateful to be working right now and I'm actually quite glad I'm working so much but obviously this podcast and also my YouTube channel they're very important to me so I want to make sure that I've still got time to spend and focus time I'll say time again on those two passion products I have and I also just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone who's been supporting the podcast so far it's been so lovely hearing what you guys think and I'm just really grateful that not only have you taken the time to listen to this podcast but you've also taken time to feedback your opinions and your thoughts and everything in between on what you think about this podcast so I honestly I cannot thank you all enough it really really does mean the world and if you are listening on iTunes it would mean a lot if you could give me a rate and if you want to review it then go ahead if not just a rating would be great it just really helps me out it helps out the podcast and yeah basically here's me just shamelessly trying to get you to help me out (laughs) anyway I hope that you listening are feeling well and doing well. I know that life's a little bit confusing at the moment because although it feels like we're out of the pandemic, we are very much still in it. And I almost feel like there's such an uncertainty about the future. And I feel like that's a little bit overwhelming for a lot of us. I mean, I know I personally feel a little bit overwhelmed thinking about what's coming next, because I think now more than ever, the future is very unknown because we don't know what's around the corner with this pandemic with the virus we don't know what's around the corner with I guess you know job security and everything like that like it is so weird to suddenly be in a world where you can't plan very far ahead for me I'm in a situation now where you know I I don't really know how long I'm going to be living in my mum's house which normally I would know the end date 
but it's it's kind of a little bit unknown right now which is kind of scary and also I think looking at it on a positive spin it's quite exciting because it's almost like well you know anything can come from this and you just kind of have to be open to the fact that there may be a really good opportunity coming or you know there may be some real shit storms ahead but I think we're all you know very well equipped to deal with whatever is coming for us in whatever capacity that is but yeah if you follow me on Instagram and on YouTube which if you don't then go and check me out on Instagram I'm at Hayley Morris 3 which I assume you probably come through Instagram to this podcast because that's kind of the only place that I actually promote this podcast so if you found it another way then welcome how exciting but if you've also come from my youtube channel which is Haley morris on youtube my videos should come up i don't know how many Haley morrises are on youtube but whenever i type in my own name on someone else's computer i seem to appear which you know might just be because it's me doing it and it's some sort of weird connection i have with the computer who knows i might appear if i don't then you might be searching through a load of different Haley morrises and perhaps some of them are cooler than me maybe some of them aren't but enjoy whatever you find yeah so if you follow me on either of those platforms you you may have seen that I have been consuming social media a little bit more thoughtfully, shall we say. If you listen to the introduction, which was my first episode of Conversation Time, you may remember me talking about my experience with the time I spent on social media during lockdown and how, you know, the screen time kind of skyrocketed, the anxieties I felt, the emotions and feelings I had simply because of how much time I had been consuming other people essentially you know consuming a world that isn't an actual reality and it's just something that is existing on a screen in my hand and it kind of warped my actual world into a virtual world that felt very real to me and just completely took over my life really so recently yeah I decided it's time to dip social media not completely just you know to really limit the time I was spending on it so I have come into a place where I'm very disciplined with social media now and it's it's actually really good it's been really positive and today I just want to talk about that uh, it's going to be a little bit of a mind rambling because I don't actually have a plan for this podcast it's kind of you literally are right now just listening to the words that are coming to the forefront of my brain and I am just speaking them into your ears so it might be a bit hypocritical at times it might be a little bit all over the place and hard to keep up with at times and it might just be a little bit like okay but I hope that you enjoy it regardless and I hope that you can kind of relate to how I felt and maybe you felt the same way or maybe maybe it's just interesting to you to hear how my brain works I don't know but I hope that you do enjoy this and yeah let's let's actually get into the nitty-gritty of this So during lockdown, I think the highest my screen time was up was about seven hours a day, which I just think is a little bit insane because I was only awake for about 15 hours. So that's half of my day spent with my head in a phone. Really, really sad. And yeah, I just think that's like a little bit nuts. And I know there wasn't much to do during lockdown, but there was certainly more to do than being engrossed in my phone. Anyway, knowing that and having the notification come up every week because I do have that 
on my phone as an alert every Sunday. I think it's in the morning. I get an alert that comes through on my watch and on my phone that tells me what my screen time has been across both throughout the week, just as an average number. So that means that some days I could have spent more than seven hours on my phone and then another day I might have spent four hours and it might have averaged out at seven. But yeah, scary. So having that as an alert kind of really opened my eyes to the fact that you know a lot of my life was being I know it was only during lockdown but I mean it's happened in other periods of my life where I've spent too much time on there and it's it's sort of like a rude awakening being like wow I'm really just wasting very valuable time away on a phone that is actually kind of really controlling my emotions so yeah, I basically decided that it was time to give social media a backseat in my life, which I do this every year. I always kind of take time off social media, whether that be full on unplugging from it or just taking a step back and reducing the hours I spend on it, which is what I've done this year. So a couple of weeks ago, I decided I want that screen time to be down to one to two hours tops a day. I don't want to be spending more than that a day on my phone. And this is the thing, it it takes into consideration how long you're spending texting, WhatsApp, Messenger, which I use a lot to communicate with my friends. So that's why I said I'm not unplugging completely because I still want to have communication with people, especially in this kind of time where I can't just see my friends so freely. Like I can't just go and travel up to London and see people and I can't just travel up to, you know, around the country and see them. So, you know, connecting via Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or texting Chris, you know, my boyfriend, is is how I, I need to spend some time on my phone a day. So yeah, I limited myself to two hours, which you can do a lot on your phone in two hours. You can text a lot of people and WhatsApp a lot of people in that time. By doing that, I've, I've noticed quite a lot. And I guess emotion-wise, feeling-wise, just kind of, you know, just kind of taking like a second to kind of really sit with myself and think about social media and what it's done and what it's been doing and how it's been making me feel. And I know I've said it before, but like when I'm on social media, I always compare myself always like I always just I look at someone else and I think oh their hair looks really nice it's not always in a really negative way but it's always like in a negative way towards myself I guess like I'll look at someone and think god their hair looks so nice and I must schedule in to get my hair done because I feel like my hair is just really boring and then I'll look at someone else and go god their makeup is flawless they look absolutely incredible and I think I really need to start making an effort with myself because I just always look like a slob every single day and then I look at someone else and I go god they've got such beautiful white straight teeth must but myself into the dentist and get my teeth really sorted out and spend loads of money on my teeth they look really nice I really want that outfit oh let me just go on to Topshop or ASOS or H&M or other stories and Zara and let me just like put loads of stuff in my basket then you know it comes up to like thousands and thousands of pounds and I'm like right okay (laughs) no and during that time in lockdown I didn't order loads of stuff online but I definitely ordered a few parcels that I didn't actually need and admittedly I did send a lot of stuff back that I did order but the fact that I kind of had that trigger and made me think I need to order something was almost like when I'm on social media and I'm comparing myself to other people there seems like there's this void inside me and this unhappiness and I almost convinced myself that by buying the clothes that someone else has or by you know trying to make myself look like the person that I'm admiring it, it will make make me feel better 
but it doesn't because I'm forever going to go, well, I, I could look better if I did this and I would look better if I bought that and I should spend more money on this and spend more money on that. And really, it's kind of like you need to pause and look inwards and be like, right, what am I not happy with here? Why am I feeling this way? And why is that making me feel so shit about myself? The thing with social media is people kind of go on there and they post whatever they want. There's no, I guess rule book to how you post on social media and I think the more Instagram specifically has progressed and I suppose Facebook as well we've kind of used it as somewhere to put all of our best things like everything you're excited about and want to show off about you put it on there which I think sometimes can be taken in the wrong way as someone viewing it you could put something out there really really innocently and someone could see it in quite a negative way towards their life if that resonates with you at all. Like for me, if someone put up something that was very innocent in their eyes, like a picture of them, I don't know, like in their dream job with their dream car and their dream house. I think for me, depending on how they posted it, if it was hashtag new whip, living my best life, something like that for me would feel almost, I don't know, it almost trigger me and I'd feel bad about myself. Whereas if the same person had the same thing and put out exactly the same picture but with a caption like so happy I finally got my my dream car and my dream job after working my ass off for years I finally manifested it or I finally got it and I finally got everything I wanted I wouldn't feel what I felt about the first person I would feel like yes go on I'm so glad you got that and I think that's the thing there are types of people on, online and you've got kind of the Harriets which I think I followed a lot of those and the Harriets the kind of the ones that they're posting pictures of their their body and they look amazing and they're posting you know kind of more like brag content where they don't exactly show you all the behind the scenes of how they got to where they are you're just seeing the end result that they've worked really really hard on but without seeing everything they've put into it so it seems like a very easy lifestyle that's very unattainable to you and the Sandras are way more realistic like you've seen them really graft you understand exactly how they did it you see that if they've got this perfect insane body maybe behind the scenes they're actually you know they have lots of cellulite just like I do or they have stretch marks on their legs just like I do and it shows you this other side where you think oh okay so you do look like you have this amazing body but just like me you also have you know you get rolls you've got the cellulite you've got the stretch marks you've got the uneven skin tone you've got acne like you suffer as well you're not just a perfect image online and I think that's the amazing thing about the Sandras is they're so kind of upfront and honest about it you kind of have such a, a personal connection with them whereas the Harriet's they're so unobtainable it just makes you feel like they're just a model and you will never be what they are I guess that's kind of how I felt anyway I'm not saying that that's how everyone's felt I think that's just kind of for me how I've kind of consumed people on social media and why it's made me feel not so good about myself not that it's bad being a Harriet but I think like for me as someone consuming Sandra seems to be someone that I relate to more they they feel more on my energy level and my just level in general and I feel more like yeah go on Sandra you get it and then when I see the Harriets I might still be supporting them but I'm feeling like oh my life's so shit like why why can't I be more like Harriet? Whereas Sandra just makes me feel like I'm on her level and that I can achieve it. If not saying that Harriet's are bad people or Harriet's are doing Instagram and social media wrong, but I'm saying that a lot of the Harriet's have always made me question my own life and made me feel like I need more and made me feel like I want to spend more money on things. And they make me feel like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of 
not where I should be for my age or I'm not doing what I should be doing in any part of my life and make me compare a lot and the Sandras don't make me feel that they make me feel like I can aspire to it or I can learn from them or I can be a Sandra myself one day and yeah I think I think I've kind of always had this thing in my life where I go through my wardrobe once a month or I go through my belongings once a month. And I think over time I've started doing that with my social media. So I go through my Facebook friends and I think, okay, I don't know you. I don't need you here. I don't know you. I don't want you there. Or, you know, I've not had contact with you in so long. I don't think I'll have contact with you in so long. I'll take you off and I do the same with uh, Instagram. I go through and I think, okay, you don't make me feel good. You don't make me feel good. It's like Marie Kondo. She has, you know, the whole, does it spark joy? Does that person that I follow spark joy or do they make me feel really rubbish about my life? And so I get rid of them because I just think I have to protect my own energy and my own happiness. And if I'm following people that make me feel really unhappy, then when I spend time on social media, I'm only going to come away feeling really uninspired, really rubbish and feel like I'm just not worthy of anything and feel, you know, I'm always kind of fighting an uphill battle. But if I can curate my feed to a really inspirational, positive one, then I'm going to come away feeling really happy and really inspired. And it's just going to make me feel better every day rather than kind of just looking to fill a void you know social media can be really really powerful I don't want to talk negatively about what people do on social media because I think you know everyone's on their own journey and everyone should be doing stuff themselves at the end of the day and if it makes you happy then you should post that like I feel like I've followed a lot of Harriet's and a lot of people who kind of flaunt stuff too much for my capacity and it just makes me feel really shit and I felt like that time I've spent off social media not consuming that stuff has made me feel really really good like I've I've kind of looked in the mirror every day and been like yeah you look all right today I'm very happy with how I look I'm just gonna go outside and be me and I'll put on clothes and not overthink it I'll be like yeah I, I feel good in this outfit and therefore that's good and I felt way more grateful for everything that I had in my life I didn't look around the room thinking I'd really need this here I really need that there and my life's not really complete without having a really expensive bag on display there or a really expensive item here there everywhere loads of you know just like I felt really grateful for every single thing that I had and it was even like going out in nature every day and just being really grateful for seeing the beach or you know just having a garden having a nice view outside my window like really little things that before maybe I overlooked because I was too busy comparing what I didn't have with what somebody did have that you know in this situation I just kind of felt really really happy with everything that I did have in my life and felt really content and satisfied and we do not need that much in this life we we only want for very little but we're kind of led to believe that we need a lot to achieve a level of happiness that we can have without loads of material items and unessential things whereas when I was on social media more I would one take ages getting out of bed in the morning because it would be absolutely consuming my morning and things would take longer to do during the day because I'd be like oh I'll just you know open up Instagram see what people are doing and an hour's passed and in that hour I could have done so many more productive things but also I'd then look in the mirror and go oh, you know like shit like not a fan and then I'd get ready for the day and go oh no I don't want to wear this I need to wear something more like what Harriet's wearing because Harriet looks really good and I won't be happy unless I look like Harriet and yeah I've, I've noticed that I've not really felt like that since having the time off which has been really nice and I feel like I've had so many more hours of the day <laughs> because you do like it's, it's things like TikTok I don't know how many people listening to this use TikTok but oh my god TikTok just 
I had to delete the app um, for many reasons, but also it just sucks hours of your days away. I don't know anyone who can go on TikTok and just go, I just have five minutes. During lockdown, I'd be on there for hours. Don't get me wrong. I was laughing my head off and having a great time. However, it was such an unproductive way for me to spend my time. And like, you know, I was coming away from it feeling happier, but thinking, oh, I could have done so much more with that three hours. (laughs) Like, it's mad how much time you can spend on an app. Really mad, but that's what they're there for. There's so many people that talk about the fact that all these apps and all these social media sites are designed for you to get addicted to them. And it makes me really question why there's not more of a warning on social media. Like, if you look at alcohol, like the back of an alcohol bottle, it will say on it, like, drink responsibly. And all the adverts for alcohol always say, like, consume responsibly, blah, blah, blah. And the same with cigarettes. You have cigarette packets with, like, really horrible, disturbing imagery on the front. It says loads of warnings, like, this can kill you, smoking kills, it will give you cancer, blah, blah, blah. And those are all things that are seen as addictive and seen as really dangerous things to consume if you're not consuming them responsibly. And it's the same with social media, which I don't understand why there's not some sort of warning out there now that's like, be careful what you're consuming on social media. It can affect your mental health and, you know, really bad stuff can happen if you're consuming it wrong because there can be really bad things that happen. You can go on a real downward spiral with social media which is why I think it's just really scary and it really frightens me that children go on there at such a young age and I didn't grow up with social media really I I was introduced to social media and um I guess Bebo and MySpace were the beginning for me and that was when I was god maybe like high school so year nine so I would have been like what 14 maybe so yeah about 14 I suppose I started using social media on a very relaxed level, like barely did anything on it. You know, it was just sharing the love on Bebo and, you know, you just message your friends. It wasn't anything like it is now. You wouldn't be putting up loads of pictures of yourself. And Instagram, I got in my first year of uni in 2011. So I would have been 18. So four years later. So really, I didn't go through school with social media and all the setbacks and fears and anxiety that social media can bring to you. And I feel really lucky that I wasn't in that time because I think I'm the type of person that would have been really overthinking it and would have had really severe anxiety at school and would have been really worried about how many likes I got on a picture or how many people followed me and I think as a as a teenager or as a child growing up in this era with social media so you know popular and prevalent in your upbringing it must be really difficult to balance that and kind of find a way to not let it control you I guess teenagers and kids these days are kind of aware well I hope they are I don't know I do definitely feel lucky that I wasn't consuming it from a very young age because I do think that I would have found it even more of a struggle than I've I guess found it in my lifetime already But I do want to say as well, like, I don't think that social media is the devil and I don't think that we all need to delete it and we all need to stay away from it and not let anyone go on it because this is the thing of social media. I think it's absolutely amazing and absolutely awful at the same time. So you have to find this middle ground that is a good safe space and a creative space because let's be honest, without social media, there's so many people that would be out of jobs and 
without social media, there wouldn't be a way to connect and access so many different people around the world. And I think that's why it's so amazing and why I'd never want it to disappear. Because, you know, Instagram has brought me so many friends that I would never otherwise have met. And through YouTube, I've been able to meet so many amazing people and make so many amazing friendships out of it. And the same with Facebook and the same with everything. Like, you know, you can you can meet someone in person, not get their number and think, oh, I really, really want to connect with that person again because I feel like we can you know become really good friends or I feel like there's some sort of connection that we have that we can develop into like a business or you know we can collaborate on something or you know we could we really bonded on this it'd be really cool to go for a coffee with them and get to know them more and be friends with that person and go through life with them that's like the cool thing with social media is you are now able to go home not having their number and just type in their name and find who they are which is really really cool and there's I've done that with so many people that I'm friends with now and yeah I think life would be so different without having the access to do that but obviously there are the negative sides of it as well that is why I think there should be a warning consume with caution and you know consume responsibly on social media because if you're following loads of Harriet's then you're only ever going to have an unrealistic kind of expectation for yourself and you're always going to kind of feel less than and not good enough and unworthy and just you're going to be on a very I guess low vibrational level because you're always going to feel like you're not the best person in the world whereas if you follow lots of Sandras and lots of people who are in alignment with who you are and are very positive and very I guess all-encompassing of your ethos and your beliefs and they really really love to bring other people up and all their stuff is just very confident real honest and makes you feel like you're in a really authentic space then you're gonna live a much happier life online like I think it's all about who you follow and I guess I've probably upped my time on social media a little bit more recently however I have definitely started unfollowing people on Instagram and I don't really use Twitter anymore so I've not actually changed anything on Twitter Facebook I just mute a lot of people that I don't want to hear from which sounds really bad but I'll keep them there as friends but there's some things that you know I don't want to see so I selfishly mute people so that I can protect my energy space and yeah I've done the same on Instagram more than anything I've just I've muted people's posts and stories that I wouldn't want them to know I've unfollowed them like I don't want to be mean and unfollow people and make them feel you know like why have you unfollowed me because maybe I am friends with them in real life and maybe what they present on social media just doesn't make me feel good which like you know no shame on that on people like it's just it's not what I want to see so I would never want to upset someone by saying that it's just for me it's not in alignment with who I am and yeah I kind of started following quite a few people that talk about positivity the law of attraction um talk about stuff that's really honest really open and just like real people that are all about just self-confidence self-belief and just are on a really nice journey in life and it's it's so much nicer consuming that stuff because I open up my feed and it's just loads of positivity and real stuff rather than like Victoria's Secret models and people with really unobtainable bodies and let's not forget that a lot of people are using stuff like Facetune and apps that change the entire way you look and 
you're looking at those people thinking, oh my God, they look amazing. They've not got a single flaw on their face and their body is so amazing and they've not got any cellulite, no stretch marks. Like, it doesn't look like any part of their body would wobble. And it's so not real, you know? And there are people out there that definitely look like that and work really, 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 really hard to look like that. And it's not those people I'm talking about. Um, And it does make me sad that people do feel like they need to use those apps to make themselves look more, I guess, acceptable and like desired. And I guess it's, you know, it's everyone on social media that's made that happen because that's kind of how it's been for ages. Like Instagram has always been, I guess, like the highlight reel, quote unquote. I mean, controversially, although I guess not controversially, because I think a lot of people would agree with me. I think there's a lot of people that do use those apps that kind of change your body shape and take away all the flaws that you have. I think that most of those people look so much better before the photo was edited, but the idea has been kind of preconceived in them that they have to have this image of perfection to be liked online. And I think that is kind of always been a thing on social media. And like I've said with the highlight reel on Instagram, there's always been a thing that you can be like an Instagram model. And it's been the thing that's put on a pedestal. Like we've always kind of tried to achieve perfection on Instagram because we want to be really liked and get thousands of likes and have loads of people come over and worship what we look like when in reality what we're all starting to want to connect with is a real person who looks like us and thinks like us and has the same problems and us and goes through the same thing as us because we are all human beings and all we really want in this life is a real connection with someone and you you know you want to know that you're you're not alone and that is the thing everyone who has a feeling it's not a unique feeling and I think that's something that's really important to remember is anything that you go through in life is not unique at least one other person in the world if not hundreds of thousands of people have gone through exactly the same thing as you which is why it's so amazing to share your story because you're going to connect with so many people that have been through the same thing as you like if I never shared about my dad having dementia I wouldn't have met half the people I've met who also are going through the same thing or even just spoken with those people and kind of been like god you know what it's so refreshing to know that I'm not alone And that's the same with any aspect in your life, a good one or a bad one. No one's going through a unique thing. We've all got similar experiences. And that's like the cool thing with social media is this is a platform where you can share all those stories that you're going through. And whether you feel like you want to share them online or not is another story. But if you are comfortable sharing something online that maybe isn't like too personal for you, you're going to find that you connect with other people and be like, oh, isn't it cool that we both feel really anxious about going to the bus stop? Isn't it really cool that, you know, I've connected with you and found out that we both had a really similar upbringing that was kind of traumatic? Or isn't it cool that we both went through this really cool thing? And we can like share our story about it and maybe become friends because of it. And I think it's really nice for Instagram not to be a highlight reel and for people to open up about problems they've had and talk about their body in a really real way and talk about their lives in a real way and you know say hey so I went through something really really shit I was like on top of the world and then everything broke down or the people that are like bragging about this amazing house they've got but then they turn around and you know it that you like read more on the caption and it's like we fucking died making this house a reality so much shit went on behind the scenes literally sold our soul 
getting this house and it's it's so much more authentic because normally people would post a picture of that house and be like yeah fucking made it and you'd just be like oh shit man that that's I'm so jealous but then when you read everything they put into it you're like fuck yeah go on good on you I'm so glad you've got that house like there's such a difference and that's what I'm finding more and more I'm loving the authenticity on Instagram and on social media it's just so much more relatable and like enjoyable to consume and you feel you're like really with that person on the journey which is so so fucking nice and I just think there's so much more goodness to come out of social media now and yeah it's made me I guess feel quite hopeful about the direction it can go in because there was a point where I was really worried that you know we're all just gonna morph into each other and all start looking the same wearing the same makeup the same clothes taking pictures in exactly the same places which don't get me wrong when I next go to Disney I will absolutely still take all the pictures against walls like everyone else does because I fucking love doing it I really enjoy I get so much enjoyment out of that me and my friends have so much fun doing that me and Chris have so much fun doing that and it's just such a nice like creative outlet in a way but yeah I guess there there was also that point where I just thought you know fuck we all just take all the same pictures which we've always done just we've never shown each other those pictures we've all had them in photo albums when we were younger and now it's just that we can all see that we all get the same picture in front of the Eiffel Tower in front of the Statue of Liberty in front of the Leaning Tower all these pictures we all get the same but it's like it's it's when you see it all on social media and you think fuck we're all the same people we're all just morphing into each other and we're losing our uniqueness because it's I guess trends are massive in life fashion trends you know you get autumn winter spring summer every year it changes and there's always a new trend and everyone starts following it and everyone starts dressing the same and styling things the same way because they've seen Sandra the way she styles that dress I'm going to style it the way and you know you all start looking exactly the same way and it's like well why don't we just as much as that's such an amazing thing to be able to do like go on go on the internet and go "Mm, I've got this dress and I I bought it because it's in fashion and I actually don't know how to wear it and then you go on social media and you find the tag of that and someone else is wearing it and you think yeah bam I can wear it like that like that's really cool to do but also cool that you can express yourself and be really unique and dress however you want to dress but also I think it's really cool when people don't follow trends and they are really comfortable wearing whatever they want to wear and just are comfortable expressing themselves as a human being in whatever way they want to I don't know I guess I'm sounding like a bit of a hypocrite on here and I guess I'm like going back on myself a lot but I think like self-identity and self-awareness and self-expression is really really important in life and I feel like sometimes that can be really blurred by social media I think some of the people that by default we've made these huge influencers and kind of role models of social media have in the past kind of made it difficult to be open and honest and authentic like having no disrespect to Kim Kardashian but having Kim Kardashian as someone who is like a role model for younger girls on social media is really dangerous because we're kind of almost saying this is the perfect image this is what we should strive for this is what society has decided is attractive and we should make it our life goal to look like them rather than saying okay I think that she looked really lovely and she's kind of always been told that this is how she needs to look and there's absolutely no problem with the way that Kim Kardashian looks and the way she dresses the way she does her makeup anything that is how she as a human being wants to represent 
herself. However, I think that we all need to be comfortable in the skin we're in and just be okay with presenting ourselves as we are rather than striving to look like someone we're not because I think ultimately that's kind of how social media has made us feel that we we can't look like how we look like I can't look like Hayley online I have to look like this really perfect version of Hayley or I need to try and look more like someone in the public eye or who is really famous on Instagram or on social media like my whole goal is to look like Kim Kardashian to do my makeup like her and I don't know I think being off social media like I said before I'd wake up in the morning and do my makeup how I wanted to do my makeup, got changed into the clothes that I wanted to wear and was very happy being just me rather than trying to be someone I'm not. We all just need to remember that being our own person and living authentically as that person online is the most important thing out of anything really that's that's the thing with social media we need to stop making it this unobtainable place where we have to pretend to be something we're not I don't want to pretend to be someone I'm not I want to be honest I want to tell you all the bad days I've had tell you the good days I've had and tell you that this is me this is what I look like with bumps all over my face scars on my face and I'm pretty okay with that as kids start coming onto social media they'll start seeing more authentic raw people and be like cool I can just be me and express myself as I am and I'm all right looking like this if I want to wear really funky eyeliner then I'm gonna wear really funky eyeliner if I want to dye my hair yellow I'll dye my hair yellow if I want to dye my hair multicolors, I'm just gonna do it because I feel like that's what lights me up but yeah I mean I guess going back to the social media thing I think I've really found a bit of understanding on how social media can affect me I think I've understood the best way for me to consume social media and I really do recommend if you're listening to this kind of feeling how I used to feel about social media and you know spending a lot of time on it you need to first of all really discipline yourself on waking up in the morning keeping your phone away from you actually starting your day without looking at your phone doing something for yourself in the morning like I always go for a walk in the morning and do yoga and then I make myself a a cup of matcha and I'll have a smoothie and then I'll go on my phone once I've done everything I need to do and I've sat down at my desk and then I pick up my phone I've actually allowed myself to start my day and then when I do go on my phone I limit myself I've got an iPhone so on my phone I've limited myself to a certain amount of time on social media a day and I don't surpass that because I'm like well I've spent as much time as I need to on social media and seen everything I need to see I can see anything else I need to see tomorrow like nothing's urgent it's not like if I don't see Sandra's story I'm gonna die I don't have to see what Sandra's doing every single day my friend Immy who I had on the podcast a few weeks ago she said to me I can't remember where this came from but we spoke about this she said there's a, a theory that when you're consuming social media say you follow 200 people on instagram you see 200 boxes on instagram let's say you see 200 a day right and your brain is comparing you and the things you're doing to 200 people right your brain's not going okay sandra's doing this philippa's doing this it's going whoa 200 people they've done so many things today 200 things your brain's going they've done 200 things you've done one but that one person you've looked at is only doing one thing and you're only doing one thing but your brain's thinking because you've seen 200 people it's thinking that you should be doing 200 things which is ridiculous no one's going to do as much as 200 people in one day because you are one person it's just 
fucking weird that that's what your brain does and that's why you kind of feel this overwhelming sense of not enough when you look at social media too much so yeah I just really recommend disciplining yourself to take time off social media and spend more of your day being productive and doing things for yourself and then I also recommend curating your feed to suit you I think get rid of the Harriets that don't make you feel happy and bring in the Sandras that make you feel really happy or if you really like following the Harriets and that's kind of all in line of what makes you happy then I guess follow more Harriets and get rid of the Sandras just really carefully create your space online and make sure it's a positive one and make sure it's one that makes you feel good and makes you feel happy don't make that space online a negative one that makes you self-sabotage and feel shit about yourself because it's so easy to do it's way too easy to type in your ex's name and then go and have a look at their life and their new partner and make yourself be like was I not as good as them when you didn't want to be with that person in the first place like I know I've done that I've gone on like an ex's page and then seen who who they're with now and been like is she better than me and I'm like I don't give a fuck I don't want to be with that person so why does it matter if she's better than me she's different to me and probably perfect for him that is so weird it's such a weird thing that you know social media we can self-sabotage through it and do crazy things but I just yeah I really recommend taking a little bit time off and creating the space that you want to be part of online and just allowing yourself to feel as happy as you possibly can feel and just focusing more on yourself away from social media and who you are without it and how you can improve your life a little bit more and show up for yourself every single day so yeah that was quite a a lot of psycho babble there and I will be honest I didn't really have any direction for this podcast today other than to just talk about my experience over the last I guess few weeks and months with everything and just get it all out there and hopefully you can relate or hopefully I've kind of triggered something inside you that makes you decide to spend less time on social media or change the way your feed looks as in who you follow and yeah I just hope that you're all all doing well and being kind to yourselves because we are a little bit too harsh on ourselves sometimes and it's very important to just really get to know the person you are and be happy with who you are because life's really short and as I've said before we are our longest relationship and it's a really important one so I will leave it there but I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and I will speak to you next week where I will be joined with a wonderful friend of mine for a lovely conversation so I'll speak to you then.